This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get Amplified. Hello, hello, Amplify You family. Michelle Abraham here, your host. I am super excited to be here today. I am joined by a dear friend of mine, an up and coming podcaster. And she is, oh my gosh, she is a superstar in what she's up to in the world. And I'm super excited to introduce you to her. So today we're going to be doing a behind the mic interview with Kayla Lay. And I am so excited. She's got the up and coming podcast called The Conscious Hairdresser. So I just welcome, welcome Kayla. I'm so excited to have you here. And I can't wait to share more about what you're up to in this world with our audience today. Wow, that was a great intro. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Well, we, we haven't even dove in with all oh, so many things that you're doing that is super exciting. First of all, um, you are someone that came into my life within the last year or so through some mutual friends and oh my gosh, just falling in love with what you're up to in this world. And you're just such an amazing person. And your podcast has seen this journey over the last year of it uh, being birthed. And it's been really exciting for me to watch because your messaging has just gotten so much more clear and so much more um, so powerful over the year. And you are also um, about to release in the next year or two to the public a documentary film that you did called Beyond Vanity. So um, take us on this journey uh, right from the beginning. So what inspired you, first of all, to do a to do a documentary movie and then now into a podcast? Wow, that's a very good question. Uh, For me, when I started, um, you know, experiencing different things were happening in the chair, which I call the university of life. I just noticed that my clients were starting to share some deep secrets with me, things that they would normally not tell their partners, their parents, their best friends. And I'm just thinking, wow, I have a very important role. And uh, with that realization, um, I, I didn't take it lightly. I took it quite in a sense seriously where I'm like, how do I create this safe space for my clients? And from there, um, you know, my clients and I just rose and grew together um, on, a, on a deeper level, which was very meaningful and purposeful. And so I just thought I can't be the only person that experiences what I'm experiencing. Um, so I just thought it'd be beautiful to be able to share what I've learned um, in, in the last whatever 25 years of doing hair um, with others in terms of uh, communication styles, uh, energetics, because I also do um, energy work and all of that, but also um, finding more holistic ways of doing hair and hair color. So from there, I was like, how do I share myself? Because nobody will know my concepts. I'm a nobody in the world. And so at that time, uh, my partner, Michael, uh, was saying, I think you should make a movie. And I'm thinking, yeah, right. So here I'm like writing again, you know, thinking that I'll probably just write a book or something. Um, But there was an opportunity one day where um, I 
just it just knew that I was to make a movie and I was walking a labyrinth up in Mount Shasta. And as I was walking the labyrinth, I was just kind of contemplating on life. And, you know, halfway through the labyrinth, I was just thinking to myself, oh, my God, this is half of my life. What am I going to do for the other half of my life? And, you know, as I was walking towards that middle, I just saw the gravelly road, the windy and, you know, like it's just it's not smooth. And, you know, it was very actually quite challenging to get to halfway through my life. And I'm like, for sure, I want to walk with ease and grace. I want to be able to um, be meaningful and purposeful. And what what would that be? If anyone's watching over me um, or guiding or protecting me, what would that be? And so, um, and I know it's not my imagination, but I did hear a voice and the voice said, Mona, it's time to put your dreams into action. And when I heard that voice, I started bawling my eyes because it was a cousin of mine that passed away uh, probably like three to six months prior. And that's why I was going away because I wanted to just have some time for myself. And she was like my little sister. And um, I, uh, I just knew at that moment that it was a movie that I was to make and that, you know, my passion is about, you know, my industry, hairdressers are very powerful and we have been unspoken of, underestimated and undervalued. And it's really time that I step up, if not me, who? And who am I gonna wait for? So I just knew at the core of my being that it was a movie to start this journey to be able to uh, share conscious hairdressing with the world and how important it is that we have this opportunity to grow and rise with our clients. Uh, so there you go. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So many great nuggets in there. And just, I just want to bring it back to our audience for a second here. Like, so you have been in a hairdresser for many, many years, over 25 years in your life. But what's so unique about what you do and what you've discovered is, is like not the rest of the rest of the industry doesn't really is not really awakened to this yet. And so um, what Mona does hair ceremonies with people. So it's not just a haircutting, it's like a whole ceremony and it's a beautiful, my daughter had her very first haircut uh, done by Mona. I've had my hair, a hair ceremony with several hair ceremonies with Mona. It's just a beautiful experience. And once you experience it once, you'll never go back to a busy salon that smells like chemicals. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just one of those things that it's just beautiful what you do. And I love how you've taken this craft of a skill that, you know, it's a pretty common thing, uh, having a hair, hairdressing and, and having your hair cut is something that was a necessity for all of us. And um, you've just taken it and turned it into this, like such a magical experience for people. Um, and I love the mission that you're on to inspire the rest of your industry to rise up to this level that you've created with what you're doing. So um, I, I know the, the movie is the beginning of this journey. What's your hope? Like, what's your vision for um, the conscious hairdressers? Wow. Um, thank you. Uh, the vision for the conscious hairdresser is really to unite, have a united nations of conscious hairdressers for the ones that are like, hmm, this is not working for me. These chemicals standing all day, um, not eating lunch, always giving and no time for myself, um, having carpal tunnel, ulcers, uh, eczema, illnesses. 
because of our industry um, and how how our mindset is, um, I really feel like having this hub, this united nation of conscious hairdressers will make this world a better place. And, uh, you know, if you think about it, each hairstylist has about average 100 clients. And so 100 clients is a lot of people. And can you imagine if, you know, we are that one drop of water that creates that ripple effect, other people will get affected. And I I heard that there's a tipping point, you know, is it 1.44 billion people to create this tipping point to create peace and consciousness in this world. And so I just thought, hey, that uh, that might just do the job, along with all the other people that are, you know, you know, just waking up and creating beauty in this world as well. Like, you know, let's just start with this angle and hairdressers. And so um, I, I think that we have a huge opportunity to be able to remind human beings that are sitting on our chair, our clients, how just perfect they are to be able to see right through the superficiality, their masks, their fear, and be able to, see, to, to let them know, I see you, I hear you, I understand you, and you're not alone. And, you know, really, I, I, can, I can feel their gifts and who they truly are. And so if we can all kind of just get ourselves out of the way and, you know, just be in service um, and be that conduit for that person uh, so that they can bring themselves out to remind themselves of who they are and how, you know, how, how they can walk out in this world, walk out from the chair um, with this new identity that they're going to bring in. So um, which comes to, to mind right now that there is a ceremony I do called rise and it's a haircutting ceremony. So in Hong Kong and China, in Asia, we cut our hair before Chinese New Year's to, you know, in hopes of cutting the old crap off from last year and start off with uh, hope for the new beginning, for the new year. So that week before Chinese New Year's, especially the day before we cut our hair, you know, and we can't cut our hair on the day of and the after. It's super unlucky because you're cutting away all the great things that you just prayed to come in. Um, so I, yeah, so I decided that, right. you know, um, we don't have to wait to Chinese New Year's. We can do that every haircut. And um, often my clients would say, mm. why does my hair feel 10 pounds lighter? You know, and I'm like, I only cut a few ounces off. But I realized it's not just the physical I'm cutting. I'm cutting the intention, the emotional, the energetics. And uh, that's what we're cutting off. That is why we feel so light. And so that's when I started to understand energy. And if you think about it, the forensic scientists mm. can take one piece of hair and tell you what age, ethnicity, gender, and all of that, you know, cortisol levels, medicine levels, and so much more, you know, our hair holds our ancestral like DNA. I mean, that's why we are the texture we are, the color that we are, you know, and uh, it's just like so much information that is constantly being recorded in the hair. Um, that's what's so cool about it because. Yeah, so fascinating. <laughs> yeah. It is fascinating. It's no, it's been unspoken of, you know, we know that scientists have done this. We know that hair stores energy information. And as a matter of fact, it's silica. Silica is a type of crystal and crystals hold energy and information. Perhaps that's the reason. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but all I know is when I cut hair and we put intention uh, into it, uh, 
it's like a milestone, like maybe even a sort of an initiation, a, a huge transformation, like almost like a rites of passage that I was just like, this is not a coincidence. It happens over and over and over again. What is happening here? I didn't come here just to make someone look pretty, take their money and say goodbye. You know, oh my gosh, I'm here to grow and rise with my clients for possibly a lifetime. Wow, that's so that's so incredible, and I love like how I mean I can tell everyone on this episode that I've had the pleasure of having a sneak preview of the movie, and it's incredible. You could travel all over the world to find out what these rituals are and what's happening um, in the rest of the world and in the beauty industry and some of the it's so many cool things that you've learned and seen in different cultures and different in different areas of the world that you kind of put all together in this um, ceremony that you do is just totally incredible and I know uh, every time I have uh, a ceremony with you my hair like you said it's like you feel so much lighter like it's crazy like the the difference in how your hair feels is just to me that's like one of the most interesting things and uh my daughter I, I I saw this with her when you cut her hair like she actually became like a different person in in like an interesting way like she was for it was just her first haircut ever so she had hair down to like her beyond her waist and she cut her hair up to her chin uh all in her own doing by the way like this was with you. you you didn't coach her to do it I didn't coach her to do it you were just asking her what she wanted and she cut her hair all the way up to her chin and for the next it's still now she's she like became a different person her attitude her confidence her her just a more outgoingness like it was so interesting to see that she was ready to let go of that hair that had been with her since she was born it was just an incredible experience to see what her changes were after uh, after one of those ceremonies so super cool do you experience that with uh obviously that's an extreme case but uh first haircut but do you you said that you noticed some things that your clients have said some things to you what are what are some of the things that your your clients have experienced Wow. Well, um, first of all, I want to just say I want to cry when I hear that because it's so it's so beautiful to hear her experience of her first haircut. And honestly, it's one of my most memorable haircuts, you know, cutting your hair on the beach that time in front of the water, cutting her hair in front of the water, you know, like on this lake. Um, I love doing outdoor haircuts. It's so amazing doing it in nature. It's it was beautiful. really cool in nature. And she was, and then she, we blessed her hair as we drove in a boat and she let her hair go. And she talks about that. I mean, she was four years old, 25 at the time. Uh, she was a few months before she turned five. But she talks about that still like years later, <laughs> that how she blessed her hair and let her hair go. <laughs> it's so cute. Wow. And so, as I said, it is like a, a rites of passage, especially her first haircut. Mm. But, you know, it is a blessing. It is a milestone. It's just so crazy. And it really is an initiation for a new chapter in life. Um, so what I experience with my clients sometimes is, you know, when we do the rise ceremony, and I, I call it a ceremony, first of all, because when you do something consistently, it becomes a ritual. And when you you have something so special, it's sacred. And so a sacred ritual is really a ceremony. And so why not make it a ceremony? Why not make it in a sense 
a formal because human beings like are so busy these days that we have no time for self-care. We barely put time into self-care. And so when they make this appointment, I call it a divine appointment because finally they come and make this appointment for themselves. Nobody else. They're sitting on this chair and ah, finally they get a chance to be one-on-one with someone that's going to take care of them and nourish them. So what an opportunity I get. And so with the ceremony, um, I call it rise because of course I want to rise with my clients and that's my intention. And the R in rise is release, releasing no, what no longer serves the person um, where they're relaxed and rejuvenating, you know? And then the second thing is um, after the release, the I in rise is inviting so they're inviting what's you know like now that they've got space and they release all their crap (laughs) they um have the space to think oh what do I actually want in my life who am I you know like and usually they describe you know in three to five words their new being their new identity because hair is much you know kind of our identity you know we are identified by our hair and so they get really clear it's like these three to five words will describe you when people meet you for the first time or when you look at yourself in the mirror and so it's beautiful because they get clear it's like oh wow I never thought I would be you know sexy or you know confident you know or whatever it is that they say and I was just like wow, that's beautiful. Because when they get clear, it's like these aha moments, you know? So when they describe those words, that's one thing. And then the next thing they describe is like, what do I want in my life? You know, it's like, actually, I'm not happy with my job. You know, I'm not happy with my partner. Like I hear all this stuff and it's just like, I'm not telling them what, I'm just here to remind them of who they are. And just these, these miracles in a sense come through where they get clarity. And sometimes, you know, and a lot of times I would say, there's a lot of tears, you know, in the chair. And uh, it's, uh, it's really hard sometimes, you know, for me to even like, hold space in a way for these beautiful human beings that are sitting in my chair, because it's like, I hear you. I understand you. I see you and I feel you, you know? And so, you know, I, I hear about uh, abuse, sexual abuse. I hear, you know, about so much struggling, so much just merely surviving, you know? And for me, that's what makes me be more powerful. Like it just makes me so passionate about wanting to, you know, help more and not, not help, but, you know, help facilitate, let's just say, you know, experiences like this, because this is an opportunity for people to step into their power, to step into their clarity. So they step into their new chapter and they can make choices and changes in their life for the better. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm, it gets yeah. me very emotional sometimes just talking about this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I bet. I mean, you have such a sacred space and to regard in that way, I think is really amazing what you've done and created the, the rise ceremony around it because, you know, it is not just like a transaction at the chair in at, at a salon, right? It's a whole, it's a, a, you know, it's a rite of passage, like you said, and there's just, you know, so many things uh, that go on in that chair that's just super powerful and amazing. So I love how you are on this mission to inspire other hairdressers to kind of look at what they're doing 
in their chair is is as a way of healing almost healing the world and healing people as they're um you know inspiring that self-care in them so that they can you know when they're I always say this on a parenting podcast that I host all the time is that you know when we are taking care of ourselves then we were able to then take care of our families and what a better world we would all live in if it all started at the home with ourselves and and then we were grow, growing up and growing and um taking care of ourselves and taking care of then of our kids and our families and those were kids were growing up and with that just that you know beginning with ourselves in mind right and i know for myself even <laughs> definitely included in that it's hard to take the time in a busy day-to-day stuff for that for for ourselves and to nurture ourselves yet it's so important and (laughs) you know so I appreciate that time and that space that you you have for your your audience this is so cool so what do you see with the podcast and you have a a movie coming out this year um and then then the podcast and so how is the podcast fitting in with your vision and your um with what you're up to in this, this world Well, the uh, podcast is really um, to create uh, awareness that there is such thing as conscious hairdressing. There is such thing as hairdressers that care, uh, that can make a huge difference in people's lives to almost like, it's like the start codon to your new chapter. And so um, the podcast will not only share the film and, you know, the conscious hairdressing aspect and the movement of going beyond vanity, uh, which is really about self-care. And, you know, what you're saying earlier, you know, when there's an opportunity for self-care, really there's an opportunity for self-discovery, then self-realization, then self-acceptance, and perhaps self-love, which is the ultimate goal, you know, for, for me, for my clients, because to just love myself, it, that took a long time. And to love, for someone to love themselves, like it's, it's our society and, you know, our, our upbringing has been always, always a race. It's always been a competition where, you know, I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough for anyone. I'm never going to be rich enough. I'm never going to be whatever enough. I'm never enough, period. And so, you know, when it comes down to self-care and self-acceptance and eventually self-love, it's like we finally get to this place that I'm not as bad as people think I am or say I am or said I was, you know, when I was a child. And so it's almost like I got to reset all the new patterns now. And so this is kind of one thing that I really believe beyond vanity, the film is going to do is to remind people that, you know, um, it's not so bad. And, you know, as an example in the movie, I, I share how I've, you know, was born with small eyes and I was told I was ugly, you know, and so all my life, I just thought, Oh, I'm just ugly that's just a normal thing I'm born with it but you know when it came down to being a teenager it started to uh, affect me that it was like a handicap and that I was less than and I was more of an observer and I never was able to you know speak my 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 voice or share it I I wasn't even worthy of it that's how I thought because I'm ugly and I'm not I'm not like everybody else and I'm definitely handicapped and so uh you know throughout the movie I you know, step into, you know, my passions and, you know, and that's, you know, being a hairdresser uh, gave me the, uh, in a sense, green light that I'm better than what I think I am. And my craft actually was what gave me validation 
Uh, I can't say when I first went into hairdressing, I was all about people. I was more about the looks and I really went in for vanity. I just didn't really even care about the person that was sitting in my chair. You know, these old ladies at hair, in hair school, right? I would say, oh, these old ladies in hair school, they all look the same. They all say the same thing over and over again every week. And it goes in one ear and comes out the other, you know, and I really didn't care, you know, and it wasn't until later that, you know, when I was, uh, you know, pregnant with my child, you know, um, that it, it just dawned on me that I was overworking one day and I had these little, um, believe it or not, zeds at the side of my eyes and I was feeling dizzy and uh, very nauseous. And I never excused myself from my clients, but I had to. And when I went to the staff room and I sat down, I was like so mad at myself. I was so mad because I was just like, Mona, <laughs> Mona at that time, AKA, you know, um, I was so mad because I had just hit, had a banana, ran to work, you know, in my car, you know, knowing that I was going to have a 12 to 16 hour day. And, you know, I was actually five months pregnant at that time. And I call this my awakening moment. And that's when the conscious hairdresser was born, you know, where it's just like, I not only did not eat, I was wearing high heels you know, still pregnant, running around, you know, working 10 to 16 hours, seven days a week. I used to own two salons and I would have three to five clients in at the same time. Um, it's just like so much. Uh, the eczema on my hands was so painful that I could barely sleep around my eyes. I look like an old lady sometimes, like you, I could barely even like close them. And when people look at me, I look tired and old, like, like a raisin, you know? And so I was just like, I got to do something about this. So really my son, Marcus, my first son was my savior because, uh, I had an excuse and the opportunity to stay home, uh, and stop working so much and have time to reflect upon what I was doing. And honestly, it took three kids for me to wake up because I went back to sleep and then it was like a little nap. And then I had my second child. And then it was like, I went back and I had to do it again. And really it took a third time for me to actually say, stay this way, stay present with my clients, say, stay uh, focused in uh, my promise to my body, you know, and uh, the body is so important. And I remember a very wise one once told me that we have one body and one body for the rest of our lives. You know, our main purpose is to take care of our body and the rest will happen for us. So since then I, I have, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. And since then I've just been focused, you know, on, on doing that and, and, and reminding my clients that, you know, when we, when we start doing that, um, Life will happen for us. And I've experienced that. We don't have to worry so much. We can live lighter every day. And uh, wow. it's, it's not as serious yeah. as we think. Yeah. What a gift to, to kind of uh, understand that and be able to slow down and, and see that. I think that's truly amazing. And now you're blazing the trail for so many others to follow. So Kayla, I just love this time you shared with us today. It's been so impactful, so amazing. And I know so many people out there just love hearing the why behind what you're doing and why behind why you're doing this show, uh, this podcast and this uh, film and uh, really leading the charge in this conscious hairdressing movement. So with that being said, how can our audience um, 
they want to interview you, find out more about you, work with you, have a hair ceremony with you, how can they reach out to you? Where's the best place to find out more information? I think you just find me on Facebook and Instagram, um, The Conscious Hairdresser, or my website, theconsciousshairdresser.com. That would be the best way. Awesome. Guys, I just reach out. It's so amazing, especially if you're local in the in the in the lower mainland of BC and Cap in Canada here. You might be in the same neighborhood and you might be able to have a real live hair ceremony, which is super special. And in the meantime, you know, spread the word to your friends who are hairdressers, those are in the beauty industry and want to, you know, kind of check out what what Kayla's up to. That would be so amazing. So again, it's the conscious hairdresser on Facebook, Instagram, and the conscious hairdresser.ca. Is that right? com. Oh.com. Okay. Conscious hairdresser.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for spending your time with us today. And I just, I love spending time with you no matter where it is. And so thank you for sharing your time with us today and uh, amplify you family, reach out, go follow her on social media see the adventure that she's about to embark on and the world that she's about to change with her mission and her message. So thank you so much. Thank you, Michelle. That was fun. Thank you family for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, or review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.